Hey everybody, this is Christopher Talon, host of Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people by creative people. This podcast is made possible in part by Rivertown Adventures, the place to go for fun outdoors in Lansing, Michigan. They've got everything you need to have fun out on the waterways. Rivertownadventures.com. Check them out. This show is also brought to you by Baby Farm Soaps out of Berea, Kentucky. They've got organic ingredients. It's not just soaps. It's hand creams, face creams, chapsticks, sunscreens, bath bombs, all kinds of stuff. And they can even customize your labels for free. So go check them out. They're on Facebook, Baby Farm Soaps. Today, I interviewed Zach Snyder, a very talented local artist and recently college professor. He's a young guy with a lot of talent, big future. You can check out his murals on Instagram at SneedArt. We talked a lot about his process, how he got into teaching in college, even though he's just a few years out himself, and uh, just talked and had fun. Enjoy this interview with Zach Snyder. I want to talk to you about your art, about your style, about your creative process, but I'm really interested in this new thing that you got going on with the, the college adjunct professorship that you got going on. How did that come about? Because you, I mean, you strike me as a dude that's only been out of college for a little while. You look young. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm 24. So I am recently graduated from Grand Valley. Um, and, you know, I started pursuing art probably when I was like 10. and um, just went to school for it after high school because you know I started really getting into it and people were being very supportive of, supportive of it and yeah it gave me the drive to keep going so I went to JC um my professor Tom McMillan Oakley at the time he was a really good mentor of mine so he uh kind of after the fact of me going to Grand Valley and pursuing drawing and stuff, we kind of like kept in touch and, you know, he, he became a friend and um, helped me through some hard times. And um, yeah, he's a great art professor. And I contacted him after I filled out the application and everything. And a couple of days later, I got an email back and, so that was Everything something that was, you reached out and pursued. Uh, you you wanted to be a teacher. Yes. Yep. I, uh, you know, I just finished up my last commission a couple of days ago and just looking for a part-time job because I'm about to move. So, Are you trying to get out of the West Michigan area? Um, actually, I'm in Jackson right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because that's where the college is that you're. Yep. So I am at home right now. I'm actually looking at all my stuff right now because I was supposed to move into a house. Like on the ninth, and that didn't happen because the landlord is a joke. But anyway, <laughs> I've been there. I've been there, man. I know how that goes. Oh my gosh, he screwed us so hard. <laughs> but yeah, um, just looking for that stability and everything. And I have a lot of, you know, ambition to teach. Yeah. To have like a good study income. I need insurance. Just stuff like that. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah. I'm a writer. That's that's my creative outlet, uh, number one. And I've taught writing to kids like middle school mostly. And 
I feel like you can teach a kid to write because there's just some basics that everybody can pick up on. But when it comes to art, it's like, you know, some people just have a natural talent. They pick up a pencil the first time and it's just like, damn. But yeah. how do you, how do you try to, how do you try to instill what you know into somebody who maybe doesn't have that same level of talent without getting like so frustrated? Like, how come you can't just do it? See, that's the thing I've never taught before. That's like, I have no teaching experience. I'm just like a very personable person. Yeah. So like, I have the confidence to be able to explain the fundamentals and stuff because there are like, you can break down everything into like fundamentals. Like there's shapes, like everything's made out of shapes, circles, squares, triangles. And before you can even learn to draw, you need to like get those basics down of just seeing it differently and yeah, learning the tools that you're using and yeah. Yeah, I took drawing a 2D, from imagination too. I think it was like a two D drawing class in college. I didn't do well in it. <laughs> what did you what, what did you learn? What is the takeaway from that? Well, honestly, I that was the first time I went to school when I was eighteen, and then I joined the military, and then I went back to school. So the first time I was there, I might as well not have even been there. But um, really? but yeah, no. But taking those classes though, um, oh shoot, I lost the thread that I was going on. Don't worry, I'll move on you said that you started really getting into art when you were 10. Yeah, that's roughly in like fifth grade, sixth grade. Okay. So for me, I started getting into writing when my um, grandma would babysit me at her place and she had a little typewriter. She'd give me a typewriter and be like, why don't you write me a story? And then I would start like typing out stories while she was cleaning around the house or, you know, watering the flowers. What, what got you into uh, drawing and painting? That's a good question. So uh, there's a couple kids that I liked in school and they were like always drawn and stuff one kid had a a sketchbook that he just like filled with cartoon characters yeah and just filled it all page by page and it was really inspiring and then you know i was like i can do that because i was always a kid that was like i can do that and (laughs) i always try and yeah so i started drawing and uh, i eventually drew a halo book cover i did a spartan from the Halo, yeah, the Halo game series. Right. I was in sixth grade and I drew a Spartan, and after that, I was like, "All right, I can do this." All right. Well, I think <laughs> that you got the uh, the video game connection there too. People can't see yeah, it. I'm wearing yeah. a Nintendo controller hat. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah. From that point on, were you pretty much dialed in, or did you kind of discover it like in high school, or when you were forced to pick a major in college? Oh, dude, I'm still discovering it. Um, I didn't grow up painting, so like all these murals I'm painting and stuff are relatively new. Um, really? Yeah, I didn't like start painting, painting until my senior year of college. What was your focus so, like, before that then? Pen and ink, illustration. So I went to school because I wanted to get better at digital, digital stuff. I wanted to learn Photoshop. I went for graphic design and then after I finished foundations, I was like, I'm really just drawing illustration style stuff. So I switched to illustration and that's a, people don't know the difference between that. Like graphic design is more vector based, clean cut designs where illustration tells a story is usually stylistic. Mm -hmm. Um, weird you know anything can be illustration well 
it's interesting that you say that your um, first draw was, <laughs> no pun intended, sorry, but you were first drawn to like more illustrating and stuff because I'm looking at your um, portfolio on your website right now. And nice. if I had to describe what I see in terms of just a style to somebody without actually, you know, them seeing it too, I would say that it's got almost kind of a comic booky impressionism. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a trained yeah. artist, but like, no, dude. I'm you know, glad I, that I've just thrown out a couple of the terms I do know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but there was something about it that I thought like, man, this, this almost seems like it was kind of pulled from the style of comic books. Did that, did that have um, any influence on you at all? No, I never really liked comics. Um, I would just doodle a lot. Yeah. And um, so it really got me going. Like my style and the way that I draw is um, this dude named Peter draws on YouTube. He's Peter like, draws? okay. Yeah, he, he does like a lot of automatic drawing stuff. And I kind of picked up on that myself. He had a video of like how to draw abstract and you know, I followed that and everything just kind of like led to me trying my own thing. And I, yeah, just developed the confidence in it. And man, that's, it's it's amazing to me that you started painting your senior year of college. I just want to make sure. I I mean, yeah, like hardcore painting, but like I had tried like acrylic here and there, Uh just like on a whim, but like, never oils never like yeah just a single night in my bedroom those were the paintings that i would do yeah and then i'd never touch them again but then i took a painting class and i had like a a huge studio and we learned how to build our own canvases and i was able to make like a four foot by five foot canvas and i ended up making three of those and then i painted that for like two semesters and then that was my senior show yeah, I remember actually seeing a couple, I think, pictures from the senior show on your Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's so crazy because, like, I don't know you. I've never met you. <laughs> right. But, like, you've seen a lot of my stuff, and, like, I'm, I'm getting used to that. So. Yeah, cool. well, it, yeah, it's weird having a presence where anybody can look you up, and you don't even know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, should I get my decal in my car? <laughs> I'm like, I don't <laughs> want people knowing what I drive. What happened between you graduating from Grand Valley and then you getting your first commission because a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing on the website is um, the stuff that you do on the inside of buildings. Would you call those murals? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, murals. Okay. I mean, sometimes some people think of a mural as just like a small part of a wall that has a painting on it, but you completely transformed everything except for like the floor into art (laughs) in these places. Well, that kind of, go ahead, sorry, dude. No, 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 no. I would. I think you were probably going to go ahead and answer the question I was going to ask. How did you? Um, how did you step into that world of that kind of commissioned art? So that just kind of happened. So I met this woman who eventually brought me into the hospital. Who my hospital mural? Uh-huh. I did a mural for Henry Ford Allegiance Health. So that kind of was my first like extended space mural, and I had done like. But how'd, how'd you even get into that? Was it somebody that knew you from school or somebody just kind of randomly saw something on so, Instagram? Or So my girlfriend knew this woman and this woman wanted a children's book. So that's how she got a hold of me. Okay. And then she saw my style and then they wanted a mural in this tunnel. And 
the hospital that she worked at. So she referred me and then all that happened. And I, you know, I kind of just like, was like, yeah, I can do it. You know, I, <laughs> no problem. I'll paint this whole hallway. Cause it's a process that I've like nailed down to where it's not like I need a subject matter. Right. I can just paint on anything, you know? Yeah. It's more like a design aesthetic kind of thing. Yeah. So just really a couple connections and qualif like confidence and being qualified, I guess. At this point in time, if anybody's listening and is like, well, I want to see this stuff too. You can go to sneedartdesigns.com, S-N-E-E-D, artdesigns.com and see all kinds of stuff. And probably from there, they can also find social media contacts and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Sneedart is like the thing on Instagram. Check out at Sneedart on Instagram too. I'll have all the links up. But these things look, like you said, not complicated in the way that you have to really think, well, there's going to be a person here and a tree there. But you've got all this space, walls that bend windows, doors, ceilings, things that, you know, you turn a corner and you don't really see the whole picture that's on this side. How do you plan it out? You just kind of do like one 10 by 10 foot space at a time and then kind of keep building or do you have one grand vision that you bring together somehow? The way that I work is I like space it out a little bit. So I jump forward, jump back. So like I'll have paint on the walls halfway down the project, but I'll really still be working at like the first half of it. Uh -huh. or like the first quarter of it i also kind of work with those fundamentals of design yeah. to figure out what colors i'm going to put where and like what size of a circle i'm going to put or stuff like that and so you're trying to work with ratios and spaces that you've got from like wall to ceiling wall to yeah wall to wall where there's a door here kind of thing yeah and also that hallway the two hallways that I've painted were both this year and those were by far the biggest things that I've done. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're impressive. I recommend anybody who hasn't seen them go, go check it out because it's, <laughs> it's a sight. and you did it all, all of it by yourself or did you have people like coming in and being like, you paint this part red and this part? No, it was on me. Ooh, that looks like it took a long time. <laughs> yeah. It took a couple months. Oh, of like going in there like a couple every days day. a week, every day, every day. Yeah. Because I don't, I was doing that full time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just like they had weird hours. So I could only work like four hours a day. So mm. I really just tried to fill the space as much as I could. And they were just like, you know what? You can paint whatever you want. So <laughs> I, I took advantage of that, of course. And I like kind of got a little bit to a point where I was like, oh man. Now I have to do this or else it's going to look bad. So then I like <laughs> painted the whole ceiling and all that. And that was at True North Collective, that project that we're talking about. Um, was that all one building? Because I see like two different paint schemes or at least color schemes here. Yeah. So the lighter blue one, the one that has a lighter blue background, mm -hmm. um, that one was at Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Okay. And then the one that was like, the ceiling is painted. That one is at True North Collective, which is a growing facility in Jackson. Yeah. I saw your art for the first time at a dispensary here in West Michigan. Is that a, a community that's actively been seeking you out since, you know, since working with that? Well, which one, which one of those two came first, 315 or the True North? 315, yep. Did that kind of get you uh, in with that community or 
not really no no dude it's crazy how these things have just been happening so i went to school with a guy named john and he works at 315 so he got me into 315 and then the guys at true north were local so i knew a few of them and had met them before and had thrown around the idea previously and then it actually came to like came to be which was really cool because honestly I'm, I'm still talking with 315 about doing another mural with them yeah so it's um a lot of word of mouth is that would you say most of your business comes that way or yeah 100 percent. and like murals and my illustration style are both different okay so like I, the way i approach an illustration is different than the way i approach a mural or like a, a logo is different than a drawing that i would do is it just because of the size and scope of it or is it just a, a different mindset doing one versus the other it's just a different mindset murals i feel like it's more of like all right i need to fill this space and it's more of about the colors and shapes rather than the imagery right but that's because it's in a hallway and it's like you can't step back and look at it it's more of something that you have to like experience and like be walking through you know Uh whereas like a mural is more on the side of the wall where you see it and you're driving by right so yeah, that's, that's why I was that's why I was hesitant to to call it a mural because I feel like yeah, it's kind of a more simplified, condensed. <laughs> yeah, it's a different space for or a different type of illustration for a different space. You know, do you have a dream project? As far as do you want to be somebody who works in comic books? Does the does designs for covers for books? What's your what's your dream? Man, uh, it's bigger than that. Yeah. It's definitely bigger than that stuff. It's like I kind of see it being more as like a uh, brand and like an identity kind of thing. Yeah, having a hand in a couple Cause, of things. Yeah, because like I want to get into like woodworking and mm. like um, wood burning I used to do. There's some people like Felipe Pantone and um, what's the other guy's name? She's super colorful, isn't it? I think it's like Okudo or something i'm not sure anyway um <laughs> if you don't know i for sure don't know yeah <laughs> so there's a bunch of artists that do work with like nike like james jean have you heard of james jean no but i mean if he's doing like nike stuff i've probably seen the work before so he james jean has done work with prada he's one of those legends that like is just amazing at everything and yeah. everybody knows his work and he designed gucci bags and like designed the stuff for the photo shoot designed the dresses they were wearing yeah so that kind of stuff is what i want to be it's more of like a creative director yeah while also like still being able to create on my own time Mm -hmm. because i feel like i i have the capacity for a lot more if i had like a team or had more collaboration i guess that's why I'm excited to teach. Yeah. Because it'll also help me keep learning. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's that's one thing is you can't teach something if you don't know it very, very well yourself. You just, I mean, you can't, you know? Yeah. And the things that I don't know how to teach is I'll, I'll learn. Yeah. That's one thing that when I was a teacher, I used to tell people, and I don't know if that would really help in art, but you know, when you're studying something, teach another person and then have them teach you because just the act of teaching it solidifies mm-hmm. it in a way that traditional learning doesn't. 
Yeah, sketchbooks are a big thing for me. So I can show you since we're on video. But yeah. that's where like... Yeah, I saw uh, one of your later posts. You're going to be doing some sketchbook stuff. Yeah, dude. I want to get into... Because like, I was supposed to move. And I, I had plans of getting like a studio with video and all that stuff ready to go. But like this is where I go to like play around with ideas. Yeah. Get familiar with perspective and get familiar with things. And I don't draw from reference the faces and stuff that I'll learn, I'll like take little bits of information from like videos I watch and then apply it to my own process. And it really helps in developing the proportions and stuff. Yeah. Cause like once you go to school, you learn all about like the real strict academic drawing and that's yeah. all from observation with rulers, with sight, like viewfinders and stuff. You can only draw with your arm. So there's a lot to it that there's that, students need to understand when approaching being an artist you know yeah and a lot of that sounds like it's kind of like a almost like karate kid wax on wax off you do something just to kind of learn the right way to do it and then later you don't have to think about it yeah and that's kind of like the first step is like you gotta understand how a pencil draws you know yeah there's different densities of pencils 4B all the way up to 4H and like everything in between there goes from hard to soft. There's so much to understand just in pencils, just in inks. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. The tools matter. The fundamentals matter. And that's the stuff that like you have to teach before you can really develop a style or anything. Actually, yeah. no, I take that back. Well, no, I know what you mean though. Like it's the same thing. Writing and painting obviously are two different things they're enjoyed differently they're made differently but the process behind them is the same and everybody's got a style but you don't really know what your style is you don't know how to how to feel yeah. your style until you've felt other people's styles yeah and that's what you have to do in what we did in school we had to do a bunch of research on other artists and yeah what i've found the best way to develop your style is to stray away from observation drawing mm. and just learn how to draw yourself you know obviously invest yourself just into art you know i was on deviant art when i was a kid just looking at all those manga art stuff yeah pretty pony shit <laughs> like <laughs> that was all on there and it was just this weird niche of art and it like helped me learn just gotta keep doing it keep trying to have fun with it yeah i'm curious just generally but also for personal reasons my oldest kid is a freshman in college now and she's studying art and she's talented. Yeah, I thought you were like 27. <laughs> well, I am, I am still kind of young. I'm 37. Oh. So yeah, I've got a 19. So, yeah. I'm 37. You can do the math. But uh, yeah, she's doing, she's going to college right now, freshman year studying art. And um, she's really talented, drawn by hand, painting. Uh, but she kind of also wants to get into like some of the computer art stuff. Um, yeah. What's your advice to, to kids who are looking at art programs or in an art program and they're like, I want to do art for a career. Do you have advice or like, cause I mean, I know anytime you get into a creative field, it's kind of, it's kind of a hustle. So yeah, it is very um, much so. Yeah. So yeah. Do you have advice for people? Like there's some classes you should take whether you want to or not. And they're this, or when you get out, you need to start talking to people like this. Yeah. So it's really, you better be comfortable with talking to people. There's different niches, of course. Which can be a problem. So, like, a lot of artists are kind of withdrawn folks. Exactly. So it depends on what kind of artist you want to be. Like, 
there's a place for everybody because obviously there's artists that are super introverted and like really nerdy and into the games and into the entertainment stuff and those are all the people that move out to la yeah. and work in the studios and stuff and draw family guy and or draw peter griffin like frame by frame like it's yeah. like clockwork and or you could go to a gallery and you could be a gallery artist but that's like really 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 hard right or you could be an artist who like designs furniture or like architectures art yeah. um, but my main advice would be like definitely invest in social skills and take business seriously yeah definitely you have to be a business person as well right um i mean is i'm that, speaking from my own experience person, i'm sorry to cut you off like that but i <clears throat> it seems like and I, don't, I never got an art education so that's why i'm asking um obviously they're going to teach you all the things to make you a the best artist you can be but do they prep you for like how to try to push that art into the real world or not really um i'd say they do a good job at like because obviously there's years and years of stuff yeah that you'd have to do outside of the curriculum but they teach you how to reach out to people and stuff but um as far as like the business stuff there wasn't that much time spent on that yeah and especially in an illustration course i feel like it was all tailored toward the entertainment part of it because my professor came from like the comic book scene and mm -hmm. traditional illustration and all that so it lacked a little bit there is like the senior level classes was when and where you got into it so it was just like a couple classes yeah and it was very broad it wasn't it wasn't like specific how to how to survive no. how to go to the irs website and like how to file your taxes <laughs> like we did talk about that but like man nobody was doing it at the time so it just didn't sink in yeah yeah one thing I want to, that i want to bring to the whole teaching thing is just like a different approach while also trying to like stick to the traditional stuff of drawing i don't know it's still early um how's my audio by the way how are these airpods doing it doesn't sound too bad is does the speaker run through those too like, no in there oh yeah yeah so i'm listening to you on these and okay. talking to you through these as well <laughs> yeah think. no not bad. so what else or are you completely done with all your projects besides like preparing for for the school stuff right now or do you have anything else in the work yeah pretty much all completed um i do have to get back and finish the hospital because that's not done i had to stop that because of covid oh um, yeah because it's actually kind of funny you talk about that just yesterday i interviewed two nurses and we we're talking about all the covid stuff so yeah did they completely lock you out of the hospital for a while or were you able to come in like at certain times with like masks and a face shield no i'm still not working i just haven't heard anything you know yeah. i uh was asked to leave because all external contractors had to leave at the start of covid and yeah i haven't heard anything back so hmm. well the school that you're teaching at are you going to be doing in-person classes no it's all going to be online um it's 
it's gonna be really interesting, dude. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to expect. That seems like an environment, though, where at least you would hope <laughs> uh, that most kids are gonna get pretty invested into it. And anytime you've got that hand to paper connection, scientifically speaking, it's it's like meditation. So yeah. I, I don't think it's gonna be a problem, like you know, keeping people engaged and paying attention. But I do wonder what it would be like to, to be a talented artist who's putting your heart and soul into something and you might have a kid who's only there because his parents were like, you have to go to college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing about art school. It's like, there's going to be the kids that are serious about it and not just art school, but let me back up the classes that I'll be teaching yeah. are classes that I took five years ago. Right. Which is crazy, but yeah, because you said also, you can like uh, drawing like two hundred level drawing classes, right? Yep, and that fulfills a credit that anybody can take. So, yeah, yeah like me when I was a student. <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's really just going to be focusing on the kids that are clearly there to try and like, yeah, really want it. Yeah. Well, you seem like you've got a good personality for it. Like, thanks, man. I, yeah, I like to pretty, think that I'm very pretty even keel. Yeah, and I, I'm very. Um, I like to talk to people. I was a camp counselor. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just like people, I like talking to people, I like hearing about people's lives and helping people. Yeah, hearing so, stories and telling stories. So besides art, what kind of what kind of stuff do you get into? Uh, you part of any any groups, any other like creative or artistic communities, or no? Um, it's dude. It's like since COVID started, it's a whole new world. Yeah, really. Like, life is a whole new thing now. And um, you know, I when I was in school, I was in a backpacking club, so we went and traveled a lot and really learned how to like survive <laughs> yeah because you know it was hard hiking and back, like backcountry camping oh, dude, um, that stuff i love it yeah but nowadays it's really just like video games and drawing in my sketchbook yeah i just bought an alienware uh ryzen edition and uh, i don't know what that i don't know what that is it sounds cool but yeah it's just a gaming computer just a oh, gaming okay. computer so, uh, what kind yep. of game do you do you do? Um, well, I grew up playing World of Warcraft, so I like play that here and there. People um, get serious yeah. about that, man. I was in the military for a couple of years, and one time when we were in Spain, getting ready to leave to go to Iraq, this one dude who was crazy about World of Warcraft, like he would buy World of Warcraft gold. He would spend hundreds of dollars buying. Oh my God. No, <laughs> that's not me, bro. Yeah. And that's not me. Almost missed the plane to Iraq. Like we because had to he was get a... him and drag him out. We're like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, sorry, man. I was up until seven in the morning playing World of Warcraft. And oh, my God. Bottle sitting on the bed next to his computer. Jesus. So that wasn't you, though? You didn't go on like marathon, like 30 no. seconds? <laughs> no, I. it's more of like... Um... Cause I don't watch TV, you know. I feel like 
the time I spend, like people spend watching TV is the time I spend playing video games. Yeah. But I don't stay up all night and do all that. It's yeah. like, well, I like Rocket League. Looking at, your, looking at your list of accomplishments here that uh, you, you're not a guy who just sits around and does nothing. But uh, Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just doing that. Like hearing that from somebody that I don't know, like that feels so good. Because <laughs> like, it's so easy for artists to just think like, oh, dude, I'm so lazy. I'm not doing enough. Like, Oh, yeah. Or at least me. Like that's how I feel like on a daily um oh, bro, I, that's that's how i am all day long i started yeah. i started doing this after a little while of of writing full-time when i stopped teaching because we had ended up having four kids that fourth one was not planned <laughs> <laughs> so i was like well i'm gonna have to take some time off because my wife makes a lot more money than i do and then while i was doing that i started writing and i was like i'm just gonna do this man um so you're a freelance writer so yeah freelance wow, writing and started doing this podcast and yeah nice dude so it's, when were you out of the military uh i was in from 2004 to 2009 okay yeah nice yeah it was, nice. it was all right in I for college yeah so oh, yeah, dude, that's that's another thing that has helped me immensely in my career is like my college was like i'm not like i'm not hurting financially from my education thank yeah. god thank right. the lord Oh my god! Did you have some good grants, or did uh, um, Valley just didn't charge exorbitant amounts? Well, FAFSA grants, um, family, just like I worked too. Yeah. I did a work study, so yeah, family helped a lot. Yeah, yeah, just like it's nice to have a good support group. Um, yep, for sure. So I'm blessed, man. Yeah, yeah. So your daughter's going to college for drawing art i'm not even i'm not even sure exactly if it's studio art or if it's graphic design i know right now she's doing a class where she's drawing a lot of stuff but um yeah yeah well if she has any questions man reach out um, oh yeah for sure yeah dude yeah. well check out my instagram too because the last one i posted was a couple uh couple pencil drawings of hers what is it it's tight stuff, man. I'm Christopher Talon, Christopher underscore Talon on Instagram. Oh, dude. So, all right. I was wondering who you were commenting <laughs> on my stuff, dude. Because I was like, I, right. and I was like, yeah, I've been following you on Instagram. Like, okay, which guy is this? Yeah. So there's, sweet. All right, cool. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Putting a face to the uh, random. Uh, yeah, dude. Because usually it's people I know and that's the hard thing about social media it's like i don't know who's seeing it but all i i see a lot of the time are the people that i know yeah so it's i don't know how many people i that follow me have been following me you know yeah well how long have you been doing uh like social media pretty like aggressively with the whole sneed designs and stuff sneed art designs uh it's been a long time i've never i've always been posting yeah um but I don't think I've taken it very seriously because I think if I did, I'd have a following that like some people do on there. Yeah. Cause it's like all the algorithm stuff now and that stuff is just like, I don't know how some people do it, man. Cause like I've seen people who science, like I don't have a book out yet. So if I have a book out, maybe that would help <laughs> draw people to me. But like, I don't yeah. have, like a book out, 
and they've got 4,000 followers. I'm like, how do you have 4,000 followers? Like, I do it every day, bro. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not doing wow. that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's a ritualistic thing. And that's like a lot of within myself, it's a struggle because I hate social media. Yeah. But it's so essential for people to follow me and see my work, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Same thing with this podcast. Like, first couple episodes yeah. of the podcast, it was just people that I knew that listened or people that knew the guest. But now I'm starting to get people to go, hey, this is a cool podcast. I'm like, I don't know you, but that's cool. Thanks. Yeah, dude. Um, do you know anybody that like works at 315? Or... Nope. Nope. I just You just saw my work in there? I and... just went in there and I was waiting and I thought, man, that's really cool. And I was waiting and I was waiting. Saw at Sneedart, looked it up. Thought all that was really cool. Started following. Started liking. All right, man. Yeah. Well, it's very cool because it's like not often that somebody gets a hold of me that doesn't have any contact with somebody that I know. Well, the more stuff that you keep putting up on walls, the more more you're going to get it. Yeah. And the more people you talk to, the more you're going to grow. So that's that's super cool because it's like just how my work grows too. It's like people I talk to, people I meet, and people that I like, you know. They stay around. And, and I don't know how involved you are with the, the art community around here, but I know like I follow a couple artists that you also follow. Um, oh, geez, I'm trying to think of names now. Uh, who is it? Isla Rose. Rose. I, I think her handle is Isla Rose Art on Instagram. She's she from GR? Yeah. And then there was another girl too who was on the cover of Grand Rapids Magazine. She painted a bunch of that Brianna Taylor stuff. Sorry to interrupt this podcast, but I had to say Isla Rose is from Oregon, not Grand Rapids. That was the first mistake. And the artist whose name I couldn't think of is Jasmine Bruce. She's great too. All right, sorry, back to the show. Um, and I you know, I know when I look on some of their stuff, I see that you've liked it and they go on your site and I've seen they've liked some of your stuff. Do, is there a pretty like tight knit group? Like when people in, see another artist, they're like, Yeah, we want to help you out and get you seen too. Yeah, I'd say like at least in Grand Rapids, definitely. There's definitely a good community there. Not in Jackson so much. Um, not a lot of people take it very seriously. Yeah, but um, well, it doesn't have doesn't have as many people, and then you also got all the all the influx of like young people with all the colleges in GR too. That helps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's not quite GR, right? Or Detroit, but. Yeah, people are pretty supportive of the arts here, I'd say. At least the ones that I know. Yeah. But there's not like hangouts. People don't tag like, murals like this is stupid with <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> no. It's uh well there's this Bright Walls. It's a mural festival in Jackson that happens every year. Oh, That's I've never really... heard of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um I'm I'm originally very... from Lansing area too, so not too far from Jackson. Oh, nice. Yeah, so if you're ever down in Lansing, shoot down to Jackson. Yeah. Um, they just brought in a bunch of muralists and had a little festival, music, and everything. This just this happened? Like, this year, it was like a low-key thing because um, of everything? COVID. Yeah. But they've done it last year and the year before. <clears throat> summertime thing? Yep. Yep, summertime, uh, late August. So do they just have people go and like work on different spots in the town or do they like put up walls for people to paint? 
Yeah, they, they give people walls. Um, it's all set up, ready to go for the artists. They get all the contracts and go through the city. And it's organized by a bunch of people that work within the township or people that are associated with that community that works for the city. Yeah. So it was a really nice initiative to um, get it going and get the art scene moving and have people appreciate art more. Yeah, yeah once covid like lifts man and everybody can just get together again it's gonna be like it's gonna be completely different it's been such a bummer man like i was supposed to have a couple people who were gonna be in town over the summer come on the show that lived you know in various places around the country and they all canceled their travel plans um and normally you know most people would be like yeah i'll come in the studio but now most people are like yeah i'd rather do it on zoom <laughs> yeah exactly and everything has just been weird like the musician that i interviewed they can't they can't do anything they've been putting out a lot of youtube videos and yeah um, doing some like um i guess like zoom style concerts which is weird. cool man it's it's better than nothing in the absence yeah. of, of something but um but yeah, it's not the same as like going to an art gallery or going to a concert. Yeah, I can't imagine. Just going to an art gallery sounds like so therapeutic right now. Oh man, I I love love the fact that Grand Rapids has so much good art too. Yeah. The actually the only place I haven't been to is the the urban the UI the Urban Institute of UIC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that place is pretty cool. Yeah. Did, yeah, you should check it out sometime. I was going to ask you too then. Uh, do you, you know what? I was just thinking about this yesterday when I was editing. I tell people that I'm going to ask them a question. I got to stop doing that. <laughs> um, all right, but I am going to ask you a question. Do you have any stuff up that people can see in a gallery or is all your stuff kind of like guerrilla art style right now? So there's uh you know cascade i mean i know the, the area yeah. yeah so there's this restaurant called sapporo the ramen bar i have a piece in there on the wall so you can go get some really good ramen and sit next to one of my pieces nice how'd you um, get up in there dude it was really i don't even remember it was just like one of those things there was a call for art and i reached out and here you go here's my art <laughs> like when there's hours though if there's an art thing like that where people are just like i need an artist and you're like i'm an artist do you have to show them a portfolio do you have to show them like i'm trying to think of the word not not an example but like some kind of yeah sketch do yeah yeah so it's usually people see my work or have seen my work or somebody refers somebody to me then they see my work they like my work they reach out to me and then it just, you know, it starts conversation and every person I've worked for is different and wants something different. So then I'll go and sketch it out for them, give them one, two or three sketches. Usually it doesn't take that many, Yeah. but you know, I'm willing to work with people. It's always just, we got to find something that like you like. And, hallway jobs. Do you have to show something to them before you do it or do they, in a situation like that, just kind of go like, we know what you can do, just do your thing? Yeah, it was more of like people, the people that were trying to get me to do it just needed something to show the higher ups 
mm-hmm. that showed that I was qualified and had the art skills. Because after I got in there and started going, it was more of like, all right, you can do whatever you want. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be able to like draw out a whole hallway for you right, right. in a sketch, you know? So there's a lot of things earlier, like, man, it's like, do you have to like almost the way people write out like a storyboards for a TV show or something, if you would have to do it that way to make something <clears> or if it was more just kind of organic, like, you know what, just based on what I've got to work with, I think this would look good here. <laughs> yeah. So it would, it, it would have to be either a grid or something similar, yeah. something measured. It's more, I'd say for me, it's freeform, but you could use, you could also use a projector and just like have little puzzle pieces and you projected it here and there and everywhere. Yeah. And but I'm guessing you probably don't because you said you kind of reject the whole uh, drawing from reference thing, right? Yeah, right. You know, it's something, it depends on the person. I think I'll have to eventually, just for time's sake and efficiency, I'd have, I'm going forward, going to start doing that, sketching things out more. Yeah. And, you know, doing like a scribble grid, like a scribble grid is where people just go up to a wall and make a bunch of shapes and then go in digitally and put their sketch over an image of the wall with the scribble shapes on it. So when you're looking at the wall, you can see, oh, the ear of the horse starts at this X and ends at this smiley face down here. So that's how artists usually do it. Yeah. Um, Measuring it out isn't really... I've seen people do that with um, projectors before. The only time that I can think of anybody doing that before was like when you see that um, forced perspective art. So yeah. Like, yeah. So like if anybody was cool. talking about, if you like were walking from a certain angle on the sidewalk, it would look like if somebody was standing on the last step before the sidewalk, that they were about to jump into like the gates of hell, this just giant hole in the ground. But if you walked up from the other side, it would just look like a bunch of colors. Yeah. So yeah, I guess kind of like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really... Well, the scribble grid isn't, but that is one way that those artists do it. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, it seems like it would be maddening to try to sort that out. Yeah. Mind. Well, I did a mural uh Hallard Construction in Grand Rapids, and for that one, I did use a projector because we were doing buildings, and it had a bunch of straight lines, and it was, you know, it's really hard. Oh, to is, do. That, is that the one that's all in black and white? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at that one right now too. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, that one definitely has a little bit of a different look, like you said, a lot more like clean straight lines and uh uh hard corners and stuff. Yeah. And that's because I used paint markers. Oh, really? Yeah, I used a Montana paint markers. It's acrylic paint markers. Okay. And it writes just like a like a normal like Sharpie or magic marker or whatever? Yeah. But it's acrylic paint. and where is that? That's in Grand Rapids. Okay. So that's at Hallard Construction. Okay, because I'm looking at the one building on there that's the tallest one, and it almost kind of looks like Helen DeVos Hospital. Yeah, it probably is. Okay. <laughs> or right. something. I don't know. 
But those are buildings that they've worked on. Oh, I see. I see how you put that all together. That's cool. Yeah. So Same did, thing with the rock for like construction. Look through work. their portfolio and just pick things out, or how did how did you put that together? No, they just sent me some photos. Okay. And then I like did the line work in Photoshop and. Did they kind of have an idea like we'd like you to artistically represent the stuff that we've built, or did you give them that idea? Dude, they they that was my favorite client because they literally just gave me the money and like here's the wall, here you go, man, like go for it. But that's the thing, people give me a lot of trust. Like yeah. people trust me, which is really cool. They have confidence in me and see that I know what I'm doing and they don't like what I'm doing, then I have the communication skills to like figure it out and like work yeah. through the problems. Cause a lot of art is like being a people person and being able to solve problems and work with a client yeah yeah especially yeah when you're working in the commission world yeah yeah when you're doing the freelance type of stuff or type of life and uh or you could be in a studio and you know there's a lot of different things that you can do as an artist i'm curious have you ever painted something on a commission like a mural or whatever and somebody was like yeah i don't really like that can you change it or are most people like cool thanks yeah, dude, there's actually this project I just finished. Um, I did this woman's business cards, and she is a hassle client to begin with. But I did her sign, and she said she wanted her logo on it. So I like went and I painted her logo, and it, you know, I painted it to the best of my ability. It's a square sign, and the person was too big so i like changed it a million times and fixed it so many times so many times <laughs> and at the end of it she was just like you know what let's just call it and go our separate ways so we did and i like Dang. yeah it was it was rough it was rough um i was gonna say man that, what do you do as an artist when somebody's just like i'm sorry your best isn't good enough is does that hurt or are you well, just like, whatever well it, i understood why it happened it was a bunch of miscommunication and i thought i could revive this sketch that i had started with yeah and the font i'm not good with handwriting but i tried anyway and i told her i wouldn't you know be able to do it as i like, order vinyl because it's gonna look like shit because you know i'm not getting paid enough to sit there and like sketch all day right 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 do this hand letter hand painted sign you know so i get it all done and it looks what i thought to be good for a hand painted sign yeah and um i'll send you a picture of it right now <laughs> and she thought otherwise yeah i'll send you a picture of it all right <laughs> oh man that's making me nervous because i just signed a signed up with a, a new client for doing some uh freelance writing for and they ordered not not just one project, but like a, a grouping. So I'm going to write several things for them. I, I want to make sure that I get the tone right. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to have yeah. be like, yeah, yeah. man, this, this is no good. Because not only is it sting your ego as a <laughs> as a creative person, it does dude? Uh, I don't like it. But no, every time you have to go and do a second draft, that's half the money per hour that you're making. Yeah, so that's why you always, as an artist, ask for money down. Because if I didn't ask for money down, 
I would have been out like two hundred dollars. Yeah, like three hundred dollars plus all the time you wasted that you could have been doing something else. Exactly, because I drove there every day for like a week. Um, had to buy like a gallon of paint, you know, just stuff like that. It adds up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just like getting a snack from the gas station, so I don't die out here. You know, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> that stuff adds up. Yeah, like I said, we got, I got some straight pushing up on us here pretty soon. Man. Where do you record at? Actually, the studio that we're in right now, it's my uh, producer's home studio that he has out of his basement. Oh, and he's got two shows that he hosts and three that he produces. And right now, Hey Guys Media Group, which okay. you'll, hear, you'll hear again in the, in the show outro. Hey Guys Media Group, they're looking for a, a what do you call it? Uh, an actual commercial building right now to do their stuff out of. But uh, cool. yeah, the studio they've gotten here is pretty sweet. I'll have to come back on this podcast in the studio because that looks so much fun. Yeah, dude. It's a good time. It's a good time for sure. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I just got your picture too. Let's check this out. That was a sign that she hated. Oh, so much. I mean, really? It's the words. It's the font that really had her like pissed. I mean, I think the picture looks awesome. If you If you didn't like the font, well, you said that you already went a couple rounds on the font with her, right? Oh, dude, yeah. Dude, we went so many different rounds. I covered it up so many times. But that's the name of the game. That's how it goes, especially in graphic design. I guess, yeah, somebody's got an idea in their head and they can't quite communicate it. Yeah, there's a lot of miscommunication. Yeah. Especially when people don't know art terms and how to express their idea in a way that an artist Oh no. How many times have people said, what I want is something like this, this, and this. And as they're describing it, you're just like trying not to wince in their face. Like, dude, that sounds terrible. Dude. Oh my God. It's this lady. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I just sent you a photo of that. was that client? I swear to God. It was. Everything I, she asked I can for send you more. I'll do it, but you're going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Oh my good Lord. I was about to like throw up <laughs> on a and, and i mean i can see somebody being like hey you know i asked for this and you didn't quite give it to me but the sign doesn't look like it's more than like three feet by three feet yeah yeah dude it's four by four four by four okay and so, i mean <laughs> when i show you the logo you'll see like there's only so much you can do i know anyway man yep we no we've been 45 you had to be out this for about an hour but nice. um, yeah, man. Cool, man. Touch, and uh, one of these days we'll actually uh, meet in person. Yeah, I'm always out that way. Cool, man. I'll yeah, get a hold of you. Get you in the studio sometime. So, all right. Good luck. Nice to, to meet you, man. If you ever have any teaching questions, if I can help you out, just let me know. Yeah, dude. Take it easy. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to that. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you should check out Hey Guys Media Group at heyguysmediagroup.com. They help me put this show together. They help me keep it going. They keep it sounding nice. Go check them out. HeyGuysMediaGroup.com. Let them help you make your podcast.